Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information, or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. You are listening to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast version of Morning Prayer Right 2, as found in the 1979 Book of Common Prayer available through Church Publishing Incorporated. Our devotional this week is offered by Luis Rivas, our student minister. If you would like to support this podcast and St. Michael's Episcopal Church, you can contribute online at saint-michaels.org. If you wish to follow along at home, please turn to page 75 in your book of common prayer. Jesus said, If anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. The confession can be found on page 79. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us adore him. We will now say the Venite on page 82. Come, Let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his for he made it and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to His voice. The appointed psalm for today is Psalm 119, verses 97 through 120. Oh, how I love you, Lord. All the day long it is in my mind. Your commandment has made me wiser than my enemies, and it is always with me. 
I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your decrees are my study. I am wiser than the elders, because I observe your commandments. I restrain my feet from every evil way, that I may keep your word. I do not shrink from your judgments, because you yourself have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste. They are sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your commandments I gain understanding. Therefore I hate every lying way. Your word is a lantern to my feet and a light upon my path. I have sworn and am determined to keep your righteous judgments. I am deeply troubled. Preserve my life, O Lord, according to your word. Accept, O Lord, the willing tribute of my lips, and teach me your judgments. My life is always in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. The wicked have set a trap for me, but I have not strayed from your commandments. Your decrees are my inheritance forever. Truly, they are the joy of my heart. I have applied my heart to fulfill your statutes forever and to the end. I hate those who have a divided heart, but you, Lord, do I love. You are my refuge and shield. My hope is in your word. Away from me, you wicked. I will keep the commandments of my God. Sustain me according to your promise that I may live, and let me not be disappointed in my hope. Hold me up, and I shall be safe, and my delight shall be ever in your statutes. You spurn all who stray from your statutes. Their deceitfulness is in vain. In your sight all the wicked of the earth are but dross. Therefore I love your decrees. 
My flesh trembles with dread of you. I am afraid of your judgments. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the book of Jeremiah. No healing, only grief. My heart is broken. Listen to the weeping of my people all across the land. Isn't the Lord in Zion? Is her king no longer there? Why then did they anger me with their images, with their pointless foreign gods? The harvest is past, the summer has ended, yet we aren't saved. Because my people are crushed, I am crushed. Darkness and despair overwhelm me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then have my people not been restored to health? If only my head were a spring of water and my eyes a fountain of tears, I would weep day and night for the wounds of my people. If only I could flee for shelter in the desert to leave my people and forget them, for they are all adulterers, a bunch of crooks. They bend their tongues like bows to spew out lies. They are renowned in the land, but not for truth. They go from bad to worse. They don't know me, declares the Lord. Be wary of your friends. Don't trust your sibling. Every sibling is a cheater and every friend traffics in slander. One cheats the other. No one tells the truth. They train themselves to lie. They wear themselves out by doing wrong. You live in a world of deceit, and in their deceit they refuse to know me, declares the Lord. Therefore, the Lord of heavenly forces proclaims, I'm going to refine and test them. For what else can I do with my people? Their tongue is a lethal arrow. Their words are deceitful. They wish their neighbors well, but in their hearts they plot their ruin. Shouldn't I punish them for this, declares the Lord? Shouldn't I avenge such a nation? I will weep and wail for the mountains and lament for the grazing lands in the wilderness. They are dried up and deserted. No sound of the flocks is heard. No sign of birds or animals is seen. All have vanished. I will reduce Jerusalem to ruins, a den for wild dogs. I will make the towns of Judah a wasteland without inhabitant. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We will now read the Song of Penitence, found on page 90. O Lord and ruler of the hosts of heaven, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and of all their righteous offspring, You made the heavens and the earth with all their vast array. All things quake with fear at your presence. They tremble because of your power. But your merciful promise is beyond all measure. It surpasses all that our minds can fathom. O Lord, you are full of compassion, long-suffering, and abounding in mercy. You hold back your hand. You do not punish as we deserve. 
In your great goodness, Lord, you have promised forgiveness to sinners, that they may repent of their sin and be saved. And now, O Lord, I bend the knee of my heart and make my appeal sure of your gracious goodness. I have sinned, O Lord, I have sinned, and I know my wickedness only too well. Therefore, I make this prayer to you. Forgive me, Lord, forgive me. Do not let me perish in my sin, nor condemn me to the depths of the earth. For you, O Lord, are the God of those who repent, and in me you will show forth your goodness. Unworthy as I am, you will save me in accordance with your great mercy. And I will praise you without ceasing all the days of my life. For all the powers of heaven sing your praises, and yours is the glory to ages of ages. Amen. A reading from John. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Then the Pharisees said to him, You are testifying on your own behalf. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, because I know where I have come from and where I am going, but you do not know where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is valid, for it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is valid. I testify on my own behalf, and the Father who sent me testifies on my behalf. Then they said to him, Where is your father? Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. He spoke these words while he was teaching in the treasury of the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We will read now the Song of Zechariah, found on page 92. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
One of the many reasons that I love the season of Lent is because I feel permission to do some holy moping during this time of the year. We begin with Ash Wednesday's proclamation that we are dust and to dust we shall return. We start each Sunday service with a penitential order. We end the season of Lent with the painful and tragic drama of Jesus's passion. Of course, it's all leading to the glorious Easter Sunday, where resurrection, life, colors, and joy bloom radiantly, all of that reflected in our worship space that will be brimming with color and flowers, when only a few days prior it will have been left stripped and empty. But it's exactly that process of emptying and stripping that I love so much about Lent. Throughout the year, we carry the burdens of our lives as we try to survive day to day and week to week. We have times of laughter and times of sadness, times of celebrating and times of mourning, times of newness and times of loss. But all throughout our worship and spiritual lives tend to feel like the one place where we need to keep it together or put on a brave face. Not during Lent. During Lent, it's not just okay, but we are reminded constantly to empty out all of the junk we carry inside. Our sadness, our anger, our doubts, our grudges our sin. We're encouraged to face it, to confess it, not for the purpose of dwelling on it, but to process it and ultimately leave it at the foot of the cross on Good Friday and make room for new life and resurrection on Easter morning. I should note that this isn't a spiritual practice that you can only practice during Lent, but in the wisdom of the church's forefathers and mothers, they saw it fit to mark a season to celebrate this strange and typically unpleasant sentiment so that we as a community may be reminded that we're not always called to be happy, we're not always called to be put together, and we're not always called to be positive and cheerful. Sometimes it's okay to grieve like the prophet Jeremiah does in today's reading. Our heart can be sick, sick of seeing injustice, sick of seeing ourselves fall into the same familiar traps of distraction and apathy, sick of the small betrayals and disappointments we experience from the people around us. But all these pains are not the end of the story. Easter is on the horizon, but they are part of the story. And they're a part that we cannot skip over, as I'm sure many, if not most of us, have figured out. So feel encouraged today to experience your grief and your questions and your frustrations in a holy way. Join together with the rest of the church in reflecting on everything that is broken everything that causes you, your loved ones, and this world pain, and every way in which you and I may have a part of play in that brokenness. Not as a kind of self-punishment or self-pitying, but as a way to face it, process it, and ultimately empty yourself of it to make room for new life on Easter. Amen. We will now say the Apostles' Creed, found on page 96. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, 
the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Praying Suffrages A, we pray. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, Let Let your your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world. For For only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Give ear to our prayers, O Lord, and direct the way of your servants in safety under your protection, that amid all the changes of our earthly pilgrimage, we may be guarded by your mighty aid. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Lord God, Almighty and Everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by adversity. And in all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, You have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I now invite your prayers, silently or aloud. We will now do the prayer of St. Chrysostom on page 102. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you, and you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.